0: You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 124. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. Hey, moms, are you trying to break into tech? Are you wondering what skills you really need to get hired and how those skills can be worth $45 an hour instead of the $25 an hour you thought when you first started thinking about going back to work? If so, then the Your Techie membership is for you. Our combination of courses, coaching, and community come with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward in your tech career. It's like no other membership program available. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking. Not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as I walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at UARTechy.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Today is going to be fun, ladies. I'm taking you inside the You Are Techie Coaching membership by letting you listen in on some group hot seat coaching magic. This is some juicy stuff. Okay, first off, I'm going to take you into all things techie and what it takes to build your techie mindset. I'm going to show you what that looks like in coaching and how we do that. Then I'm going to take you inside a little listen of coaching of one of my students with permission, of course. So you can see how this looks in real time. Without further ado, here's an inside listen into your techie group, seat Coaching. Here's the reflection question today. Welcome to Group seat Coaching. Are you techie? Okay, so I want to take us back to when you started this journey, and maybe it's when you started the journey with your techie, maybe it's when you first had this inclination that tech would be for you. Maybe it's when someone said, hey, you should try tech. Whatever the beginning of the journey is for you, I want you to go back there. And for me, it was back in college, but it it was because I didn't want to take another microsoft word class and he's like but you've got to take a three credit and you only need a one yep i'd rather do more as long as i can learn and i didn't even know what i was getting into many of you feel that same way too and i took it and realized i can do it and i didn't even know what it was and i found out it was computer science and so maybe you feel that way about development or ux design you don't even really know what it is but it's flexible It pays well, and it's supposed to be interesting work. Like, can I do it? So the question I want to ask you, this is a reflection about, are you techie? And I want you to think back to when you started your journey and how you would answer that honestly. And some of you, it's going to be yes, and that's okay. And some of you, it's like, ah, no way. So I want you to take, like, how did you feel when you started your journey? Instead of yes or no, how about a range? So like 10 is super techie and one is not very techie. How did you feel at the beginning? And then, of course, how do you feel right now? Which you probably don't think about it very much, right? You're like, I just do my work. I'm in Figma. I don't know. But how would you give yourself a rating before and then after? And so I'll take two numbers and then any thoughts that you want to add, go ahead and add them. But I'd love to see that in the chat. It'd be great if you would share that with us. But I'm really anxious to see kind of how this four to seven. So I think that's pretty honest, maybe even a little low for a biomedical engineering major. Probably not many things scare you after that, but four to seven. So what would it take to get you to a 10? And then who else do we have? Probably a seven or eight before I started my UX because I liked SQL at my last full-time job. Love the honesty. That is true for you. I'd say about the same now. Hey, you kind of feel the same techie. The techie thing is not really a thing for you, right? You have different hurdles to overcome. That just wasn't a thing for you. Okay. I would say that I've been the most techie one in my family. So like a five or six out of 10. Now seven. Okay. to four. Oh, wow. Okay. I love it. That is real honesty. I love it. Except I said one was the lowest. <laughs> I'd be like lower than that. Lower. But I love the honesty. It's like, this is just how I feel. I had to set up my sister's cable and my mom's electronics the other day. So they agree. Yeah, so what's funny about that, I just had a coaching session with someone and I was talking about how I just set up my sister's cable and my mom's electronics. Okay, so when I started a job as the director of women in science and engineering at a school in Connecticut, I had this individual come up to me and he's like, oh, you must understand everything that's going on with this audio visual equipment, because we had this movie room and he shows me all the wires and cables in the back end. And he's like, yeah, what does this do? What does that do? And I'm like, first of all, audio visual is not hardware. Hardware is not software, which is what my degree is in. And like, I only know one, two types of code. I know my own field of tech. And this is really important. Like, it's great that set up the cables and the electronics, but it's not like her SQL skills helped with that. And that's what the outside world doesn't know. They just know that, like, you know something about this world. So remember, to be techie, you don't have to know everything. You have to know your teeth. All right, let's see. Uh, we got a few more. It says that she went to four to six-ish. I've always been curious about tech and love to learn aspects. I still think I need to practice more and experience to feel confident. Yeah, the more you do it, the more confident you feel. But I still don't know that audiovisual equipment. I'm sure if you throw me in a room, I could read in I could read the directions, but I, I never do. My family makes fun of me for that. But I could figure it out. I was a three and now I feel like a five. I still don't feel techy. There's lots I still don't know, but I'm learning and I feel like demystifying the parts of it. Thank you for sharing that. So part of that is my story. Part of my story is what you just said. There's still a lot I don't know. So actually, there's always going to be a lot you don't know. That's my point. There's always going to be a lot. So Maybe compare techie into like how confident you are you can solve the problems that you're addressing. Like, I'm just offering that up. Just consider that because there will always be a lot you don't know. It's just the way it is. You don't have to write code and solidify for crypto trading. What? You don't know how to do that? Okay. Oh, the next thing from Figma comes on. It's really just like your confidence and your ability to execute and know the next thing. It says four to five-ish. I can YouTube figure out anything, but I don't feel naturally techie. So four to five. okay, that's not a very big jump. We need to move more on a jump. So I'd like to know more about back end. I think I'm capable of learning anything. So then if you think you're capable of learning anything, then I don't understand why you're not a 10. I think you are a 10, right? And says I love that, Alex, yes, you are. So yes, good. I'm glad you do, because I really feel like you're a confident person. And I think you can benefit from that and like just double down on the things that you do know. That's a really important piece here that if we focus on and a lot of times I just know with the population, my students, my listeners I talk to, and definitely this is true for me when I'm not at my techiest, when we focus on what we don't know, then we're going to lose confidence. And when we focus on what we do know, we're really going to gain confidence. Well, what did you think of that? How techie do you feel today? And how much techier do you feel today than you did three months ago? That's going to be a great indication of how much progress you're making. Okay. Now we're going to do a deep dive into the hot seat part of the coaching where I'm coaching a student of mine. She gave me permission to share this, but I'm going to skip using her name just for her own privacy. It's really important, though, that I explain that while this student is very, very special, she's so much fun, she is not unique in her current situation, which is She's thinking about purchasing another course to learn something she's already supposedly learning. Okay? You're going to hear me coach her on what it looks like from the inside because so, so often we think we're doing it wrong. So we do this about face and change course, literally into a course, when in reality, we're doing it right. It's frustrating and it's hard, but we're doing it right. So I do want to let you know that the student figured out the original problem that she was going to purchase a course to figure out and she didn't purchase the course. So she actually succeeded in that way, but something else pretty cool happened. She got amazing feedback at a portfolio review not long after. And now she is job ready. Which means she's going to be getting hired very, very soon. And this is what happens when you hit a roadblock and you hit it again and again. And emotionally, you think there's no way out, but you get over that hurdle despite the emotional frustrations. Your growth and progress skyrocket. So what's important to take away is not to avoid the hard. The hard is what will get you to your goal. Take a listen. Defining that project is the work. Like You don't always know what the one next right thing is unless you've defined it really well. When you were talking, I know you were being silly, but when you're talking about the 20 feet and the overhang and how long and you can't do it, those are just the parameters. So if I say it like this, well, it's 20 feet. Mm The overhang is five. We're not going to do it on Wednesday. Like now they're just constraints as opposed to like, well, it's not this and that, and that. I know. So what are the constraints of the project? So I'm going to ask you, what can you tell me? What is one thing you can tell me
1: about the problem that they've given you? Describe it to me. What they would like you to do is make a grid, construct the grid using your JavaScript and you're going to render it with Dom Methods. So I haven't looked at this for two weeks. I know. You're doing great with Dom Methods. Yeah. And then what you're going to do is you're going to add an event listener or you're going to do something like mouse down, mouse on, over. Mouse over. over. Mouse Sorry. Whatever yeah. it's called. When your little mouse is open square, yeah, then going to change the color of the square. So you're making like a giant online etch sketch for anyone who's old enough to remember those. so, so. Red yeah. plastic box with little yeah. knobs. So what would one piece of that be? So I thought the simplest thing to do, the whole thing, I'm like, break it down into steps. What is going to be the smallest problem to start with? And I went, making a grid. The rest of it is stuff that seems quite difficult. I'll do the grid. And then I kind of ran into problems with that. Okay. I want to explain to you what the process is. Okay. You said,
0: Ellen, here's the process. And I went to break it down into the smallest piece and my answer was the grid. Mm -hmm. And then you went down that path and that actually was maybe not the smallest piece. No, it wasn't. Now, watch me. Now I come back. What else could be the smallest piece? Okay. How do you answer me? Cell. One single square. One cell. Yeah. Then you try that. If that's not the piece, you come back. What is the smallest piece? Okay. Maybe the mouse over changing color. Yeah. Now we okay. come back. So you can do with that without it. Yeah. Okay. That is the process of development.
1: Okay. Even if you can't do what you think is the smallest bit, just try something else until something. Right. You, then you need to come back to that essential question. Oh, I don't know if that was the smallest piece.
0: Maybe this other thing is the smallest piece. Maybe it's the DOM. Maybe it's the event listener. Maybe it's the mouse over. Maybe it's the change color. You just do one little piece, and the thing is, like this is textbook. You are a techie. This is textbook. What what I teach. You think there's something wrong with you. You think you need to go find a solution. You, but actually, you just need to keep doing the process. Come yes. back. Try something out. So what do you think about what I just said? Many things.
1: Yeah, exactly. I assume that the problem is I don't know enough JavaScript and I don't know it well enough yet. Therefore, what I need to do is go away and find more courses on JavaScript. Right. Because I can't solve the smallest problem. And I left it there. Yeah, I mean, that's the only way I can put it. I just went, I literally, you don't get all that body language when you know, you know, he's throwing on, And I was like, that's it. <clears throat> you know Like I can't do this yet, but the problem might not be all of that. It might be that, okay, so what you thought was the smallest problem actually isn't try something else. So let let me explain the whole process. Maybe it's not. Then I
0: try this. Then I come back. And every time I try something else, I'm learning and learning. And then sometimes I come back and it is the smallest bit, but I wouldn't have known that because I learned all these other things but the try something else and the what is the smallest piece are the right question. And in programming, all you need are focused, your brain on the right question. So do me a favor and at least try to answer that. What else could be the smallest piece? And then try that. And it's not about what's right. It's about what's the right answer for you. Okay. And you can ask other people, strangers, their opinion and see what they say. But just for this week, focus on what could be another smallest problem and try to solve that one small problem. I hope you enjoyed this special episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for spending time with me today. You are techie. You really and truly are. I'll see you next time. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the You Are Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at youaretechie.com. That's Y-O-U. A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y dot com. I'll see you next time.